0: Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, seeking through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Sussura. Uh, emailer Tom writes: Hi Joe, as a young Geller, I've been keeping track of my cylinder index. I'm 25 now, and I've listened as long as I can remember. My current cylinder index is 91. And that's not counting a few disassembled Ooh. engines I have for my hot rod. Just thought I would share. Thank you. See you at the fair. Good luck, Tom. Twenty-five huh? year old with a ninety-one. Yeah, it's pretty good. It ain't me. Congrats. He's telling everybody. Uh, the family and other uh, the family of Thur- uh, Thurman Blevins and uh, a fellow uh, activist will protest today that uh, Mike Freeman will not bring charges against the two officers involved in the shooting of Blevins. And the Star Tribune today had a roundup of quotes. Here's one from Sidney Brown, a cousin of Thurman Blevins. Yep. We knew everything was going to play out exactly the way it played out. We were prepared. I don't want the media in the world to think we're angry. We're not angry. We're more disgusted. We're disgusted by the leaders of the world. We're disgusted by the leaders of Minneapolis and Minnesota. Is Sydney a female? I uh, yes. I have no idea what she means. Uh, Starting with the fact that what, what does the leaders of the world have to do with this five minutes of life that took place or and then the extinguishing of life on June 23rd? What do I, the leaders of the world have to do with that? I want that question answered. Well, I know
1: that she's um, Thurman's cousin. Right. And, uh, you know, she was a little distraught, and, I, and, and rightly so. But some of the, th- you know, when, when they said, you better arrest these guys in 48 hours or else. Why? Well, and the other guy that quoted said, "You know, we want peace, but that could change at any time." And I didn't understand that uh, mentality—that
2: uh, they
0: want they want riots if they if they're not arrested. That's it's not how this works. Jeremiah Ellison, Minneapolis City Council member. I am surprised that when a young black man is killed, nobody has to answer for that. As far as the individual conduct of the officers, I can't speak to that. I don't know their training, and I'm not a lawyer. But it is troublesome that somebody is dead, and we are we are not going to explore that explore that further. It was explored. It was explored in an investigation for a month. And if you uh, if you are uh, wondering about the individual conduct of the officers, Jeremiah Ellison. Why aren't you wondering about the individual conduct of Thurman Blevins? To be consistent, right. Aaron Murphy. She's a DFL candidate for governor. Yeah. I don't understand why calmly starting a conversation wasn't an option or wouldn't have been a better course.
1: Okay, then, Aaron, you Aaron, are... Erin, you're a fool. You're completely out of touch. They, uh,
0: Michelle Gross from Communities United Against Police Brutality. The shooting was utterly unjustified because Mr. Blevins never threatened the police. That's...
1: No. There was a prior call. They were responding to the call.
0: And then Representative Few Lee, DFL Minneapolis, Representative Ray Den, DFL Minneapolis, Senator uh, and say State Senator Bobby Joe Champion, DFL Minneapolis, in a combined quote, said, it's not a crime to drink in our society and it's not a crime to have a gun. But there are many things that could have been done differently by Thurman Blevins and by officers Justin Schmidt and Ryan Kelly. At least they acknowledge that Thurman could have done something different. Mm-hmm. Because, because to Sidney uh, Sydney Brown, uh, the cousin, and to Aaron Murphy and to uh, Jeremiah Ellison, y- you have to help law-abiding citizens understand what you want because the only conclusion reasonable people might draw from your obtuseness about this is that you think Thurman Blevins should have had the right to be standing on a street corner with the, with the stand on the street corner with a bottle of gin in your hand and a nine millimeter pistol after having, reports of the fact that that fellow was shooting the pistol. So you must think that should be his, he should be entitled to do that. And then you also must think that the police have no business interfering in that. What other conclusion are we supposed to draw? You are unwilling to accept a month of investigation. You are unwilling to see, by the way, Prior to release of the video, I was prepared. I was prepared to be critical of the police. I was prepared to think, "Ah, did you really have to do that?" That's not what I saw in the video. Right. He's clearly turning to shoot the cops.
1: Frame by frame was analyzed.
0: So, so if you are defending Thurman Blevins, God rest his soul, and you are entirely convinced. If your narrative is that police officers, most principally white police officers, just routinely shoot black males, then what must what do you want to change? Do you want us to uh, inscribe or enshrine in law that black males get to have a gun on their person and fire it into the air if they feel like it and should not be questioned about that?
3: Hey Joe. Yeah, I was going to save this story for the newscast, but since you're on this topic, yeah. I, I was troubled by something that was published in your newspaper today. All right, uh, Dave Oric. Yes, uh, Dave Oric wrote a piece, and they just tweeted it out too from the Pioneer Press's website. <clears throat> the headline reads: "See how different the GOP and the DFL reactions are to the Blevins shooting video." Right, and then he went on to uh, to put quotes in from, for instance. Tim Pawlenty. I have that too. Jeff yep. Johnson. Yep. I'm troubled by that. In what sense? Well, why are, why are we attaching a political affiliation with a reaction to a shooting like this? Yeah, well, uh, I'm going to try to answer that after I give you... Pol- Pawlenty is
0: quoted in the same Star Tribune series of quotes here. I was just giving you the quotes uh, in opposition to Freeman's findings. Pawlenty said... Uh, those who claim Blevin did not have a weapon or that officers acted improperly owe the officers an apology. Uh, Bob Kroll, the union leader, we already know what he thinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not trying to get away from me. He's not trying to get away from us at all. He's trying to find a spot to stop and trying to find a spot to whirl and start shooting. Officer Ryan Kelly on Thurman Blevins. Uh
3: well, the, here's the quote.
0: I, I, you know, Oryx, a hell of a reporter and a good guy. Okay, but he, he. He may very well uh, be subservient to the unwritten agenda of 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 what's now passing for the journalistic calling that he may find it uh, troubling that police officers shoot shot Thurman Blevins. Uh, That that might be uh, one way to answer that. The other might be he's just offering you a variety of quotes.
3: Well, the 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 last statement before he listed the quotes from palenty Jeff Johnson, uh, Democrat Aaron Murphy, and others was uh, following the release of the video. As you mentioned that part, uh, the final statement was: "We make no comments on the merits or lack thereof of any of these statements which were made after the video was released. Judge for yourselves." Mm-hmm. Well, but but by him saying that, then I am supposed to attach a thought and opinion based upon an affiliation to a given party. Yeah, I, I can't help you. And I'm I, troubled I, by that. Yeah,
0: okay. You're you you you're entitled to be troubled. Jeff Johnson, Republican candidate for governor. Serving our communities as a police officer is one of the hardest jobs in America today, and we shouldn't second-guess the very difficult decisions they make until we have all the facts. Uh, yeah, The the... The remarks are falling along our divided country, aren't they? Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the remarks are falling along our divided political parties, uh, and it we've been we've stumbled on a new saying lately: uh, common sense cannot compete with hysteria. Uh, now, in to my way of thinking, Palenti and Jeff Johnson and Bob Kroll and the officers are providing reasoned, common sense comments, and and. And the others are not. The others are still embracing the hysteria of their belief that police officers just routinely shoot black guys, which I find preposterous. I just don't believe that. I would agree. And after having seen this video, uh, I'm I'm I'm. The only answers I want from Sidney Brown and others, please tell me what you want. It's not enough to tell me you want the officers arrested because that that presupposes then that you'll want every officer arrested every time an incident like this happens. So what is it you really want? Do you want no police officers? Do you want black only police officers? Or do you want it enshrined in a new city ordinance that black guys get to stand on the street corner, shoot their gun in the air, and then flee when the cops come and then turn on those cops too with his gun. Is that, is that he should be entitled to do that? Hell no. I don't think so. So where are we? Well, w- the oh. elephant in the room, which was stated yesterday, is that so long as you have activists selling the idea that this behavior by the likes of Thurman. Is brought about by systemic years of racism. Then we'll never get. We'll never reach settlement. We'll never reach settlement. What is system? What? What historically in this country has had to do with that five minutes on June twenty third? Nothing. That was a behavior issue. And why should Thurman Blevins not be expected to behave just like everyone else in the city is expected to behave? Because if you don't expect that behavior, then you just enter into utter chaos. And uh, Nikema Levy-Pounds uh, is continues to be more than welcome to come on this show and tell me what it is the activists want. What, what do you want? And for the likes of Erin Murphy with her butterfly approach to this, how could they give a calm statement when the minute they got out of the car, he splits? They're telling him, stop, stop, stop. He just took off running. What were they supposed to do, Aaron? You know, Aaron texts while driving. I have that very good source. Very good source. Hmm. An unimpeachable source. Oh. So so I'm not even going to say allegedly. Okay. Yeah. Just how come that won't do that? By design, here's Joe Sugeray.
1: It's hit? on me, bro. But they hit You hit it, they only shirt half
0: all oh, My bad. Where do
1: you John?
0: Yes, sir. Go ahead. Coming from my garage. I just off third today. That's good. But um, hey, I was wondering maybe you can come up with the names of the organizations like Mad Dads and all the people that decry the gun violence in North Minneapolis, where were they during the Mike Freeman
2: statement hearing? That's my question. All right.
0: you know? That's a rhetorical yeah. question. I don't have an answer for you, but thank you.
2: Yeah, thank you.
1: Well, but you, you've covered that, though, with uh, the Mad Dads or the, those community leaders need to know what they, they need tell, to do.
0: they got to tell us what they want. Right. Because I believe at the end of the spectrum the only thing they could possibly want is that there should be no expectations whatsoever for behavior. Which is why I say the left isn't doing anybody a favor.
1: Well, no, what are those what are those 9 and 10 year old um Uh, kids in the inner city hearing from their their peers and from their elders, you you got to run from the the cops are bad. The cops are going to shoot you. Run from the cops.
0: Which is another problem that Nakima could answer. We need to reverse it. If you are selling an agenda that asks me to believe that police officers, by virtue of their profession, routinely shoot black males then why wouldn't you be absolutely adamant in instructing black males never to run? I don't think, well, first of all, the agenda is preposterous. But it keeps the, it keeps the victimization movement going. But what, what is a rational person supposed to believe? I saw the video. So all of you who say, I I read one letter to the editor today in the Star Tribune, and and it was a a gal, and she was just beside herself. Did they have to use profanity? Well, you know, it's a hot summer night. Two cops get out of the car. They see this guy's got a gun. They say, stop. And then, yeah, some profanity starts flying.
1: Oh, please stop, sir. Please. No. This is is real life. This isn't Candyland. So what they're trying to get control of the
0: situation. What do you want us to believe? There should be no rules rules for black males. Black males should not be expected to obey the commands of the police because black males have suffered years of systemic racism brought about by white oppression and patriarchal society in the United States of America. Therefore, I guess you're going to excuse gun violence. Where where I look at Thurman Blevins and and say, I expect you to behave just like I would have to behave. Because I, I hold you equally. The left is what's not holding you equally. They're telling you you're less than. It's B as in B, S as in S. If, if Thurman Blevins and I were on the same street corner, I wouldn't expect any behavior any different from Thurman Blevins than me. And if a cruiser rolls up and two cops get up and and start saying, hey, bleepers, put your hands up, I'm putting my hands up. If you want me to agree with you that they don't have to say, hey, you bleepers, okay, I'll agree with you. But I I even think this particular case was unique because they were dealing with a a guy who was already – he was already – like out of the starting gate in a track meet, <laughs> he turned to start Boom. going. That's when the profanity started flying. I, I don't think. I don't think this case needs to boil down to semantics. Uh, I suppose in a perfect world, uh, you'd get out of the car and say, uh, "Sir, would you please stop?" But they didn't even have a chance. They didn't have a chance. Let's quickly just visit the failed academy for a moment. Okay. Look at the time.
1: What is wrong with you? Well, time just keeps pouring on. A, tri- on.
0: a trio of, high, of Harvard psychology professors concluded in a new study that trigger warnings might not be such a good, uh, a good idea any- anyway, after all. Uh, it turns out that they believe, and they've uh, done this uh, scientifically, apparently, uh, the study found that participants in the trigger warning group believe they and people in general were more emotionally vulnerable if they were to experience trauma and reported greater anxiety over reading potentially distressing passages. And and uh, they, they believed that words can cause harm because the trigger warning set them up to be okay. alarmed. And so these shrinkers come along and say, uh, this inadvertently undermines some aspects of emotional resilience. Really? You think so? <laughs> Is it, yeah, is, is it time the time or... is gone. Well, we'll be back. We're not done. Yeah, we're not going anywhere. But now, thanks to our great friends in Oatana, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated. It's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal and your money now.
4: Well, we're seeing a bit of a bounce back today. Stocks are rebounding after yesterday's sell-off. The gains have been fairly steady throughout today's trading session. Right now, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is up 129 points. The Nasdaq Composite is ahead 50, and the S&P 500 is up 15. Home price gains held steady in May as a lack of inventory of homes for sale helped prevent a meaningful slowdown in price growth despite rising mortgage rates. The latest S&P Case-Shiller National Home Price Index, which measures Prices across the nation was up 6.4% in May, identical to the year-over-year increase reported in April. In Minneapolis, prices were up 1.1% from April and 6.4% from a year earlier, right in line with that national average. Procter & Gamble said it will raise prices on some of its biggest brands, a a strategy shift after the consumer products giant reported another quarter of lackluster revenue growth. After more than a year Year of trying to combat weak demand with lower prices on staples like Tide detergent and Gillette razors, executives today said the company was changing course and would seek to push through large price hikes on Pampers diapers and Bounty paper towels and some other popular items. I'm Bruce Vail with your Money Now on 1500 ESPN.
1: All right, uh, enough of that diaper talk. Okay, uh, you bring us something
4: a little more fresh next hour. The diaper wasn't fresh enough for you? <laughs>
1: no, it never. They never are. Believe me. I'll talk to you next hour. Hey, the 3M Championship. Yep, the Champions Tour returns for one final 3M Championship at TPC Twin Cities this week. Players are going to tee off Friday in this free event. Well, how does that uh, fit you in? Well, the greats of golf challenges. Commencing segment, number eight.
0: This is our custom, Chris. Bob, go ahead, please. Joe, there's a lot about this thing that has really kind of aggravated me. Um, a few among them. Where is Police Chief Rondo when he knows, as they call it, a good shoot? Not, not, not a good, not a good result. But he should have been front and center, supporting his guys. Uh, he's been very really quiet. Thing, every time the uh, the family decides they want to call a press conference, the media runs over there. Mm -hmm. And when they decided to interrupt Mike Freeman, why didn't Mike Freeman just say, anyone with a press conference, come to the back room, I'll give you a statement, you'll make your deadline. Mm -hmm. They they get so much exposure without a point. Uh, Very well taken, thank you. you. Here's Chris Reavers in the newsroom.
3: Thank you, Joe. Sunshine and 84 degrees. This update is brought to you by the Duluth Trading Company. Visit Duluth Trading Stores in Bloomington, Fridley, and downtown Duluth. 29 minutes to go, and the trades are flying in fast and furious. Can we? What do we got? Well, Major League Baseball's non-waiver trade deadline is 27 minutes from right now. Uh, In case you missed yesterday, the Twins made two trades. They sent left-handed relief pitcher Zach Duke to the Seattle Mariners. They also traded Lance Lynn to the New York Yankees. Well, it is just breaking in the last couple of minutes. They have now traded Brian Dozier. To the Los Angeles Dodgers, this according to Ken Rosenthal and Dan Hayes of The Athletic. No word on compensation for uh, Brian Dozier. I will get that to you as soon as I get are that we information. Be,
0: are we to be shocked?
3: No, he, he has long been rumored to be moved. And I mean, at, at this point, if he walks as a free agent, you're getting nothing for him in return at season's end. Mm-hmm. So, do, you think, I, no. do
1: you think he would have? Yes, he would have tested the free agency market. Well, so.
3: because I also think this administration doesn't view him as a long term okay. piece for he's this not, franchise. He's not
0: having a very solid year.
3: No, he's not. So I think the Dodgers are probably banking on him, you know, returning somewhat to form because he has he has had a slow season mm-hmm. up to this point. Uh, also breaking in the last couple of minutes, the Pirates. Look to have made a deal to acquire All-Star starting pitcher Chris Archer from the Tampa Bay Rays. The Atlanta Braves look like they're going to acquire Kevin Gosman from the Baltimore Orioles. Okay, Brad Ziegler's going to the Diamondbacks. The Cubs are nearing an agreement with the Nationals that would bring veteran reliever and former Twins closer Brandon Kinsler to Chicago. The Blue Jays have traded left-hand reliever Aaron Loop to the Phillies. The A's are closing in on a deal that would deliver Tigers righty Mike Fires to Oakland. The Marlins and Mariners are nearing a deal that would send veteran outfielder Cameron Mabin to Seattle. The Rays have traded former Twins catcher Wilson Ramos to the Phillies. And uh, outfielder Tommy Pham has went from the St. Louis Cardinals to the Tampa Rays. Uh, Speaking of the Twins, they will go at it against Cleveland again tonight. Kyle Gibson will start opposite Trevor Bauer. First pitch from Target Field is at seven ten. According to league sources, the Vikings have signed wide receiver Stephon Diggs to a five-year contract extension today, retaining one of their top core players. Uh, He was scheduled to hit for agency next March. The deal is expected to be worth around $14 million a season. And don't forget, this upcoming weekend is the 2018 3M Championship at the TCP Twin Cities. First round of championship play starts at 10 o'clock on Friday. Mackie and Judd, along with the Ride with Royce, will be broadcasting live this Friday. And as always, this event is free to Attend. Uh, news notes from today: uh, Firefighters reported progress today in their battle against the wildfires that have ravaged some of Northern California's most scenic areas, including Twin Blazes that were tearing through vineyards and brush-covered hills and threatening some 10,000 homes. The two fires straddling Mendocino and Lake Counties has burned 10 homes along 116 square miles of rural land. Fire crews were able to slow the spread of one of the blazes into populated areas, and instead, the flames pushed into the National Forest. Evacuation orders were in effect for the 4,700 resident town of Lakeport, along with some smaller communities and a section of the National Forest. In all, some 19,000 people have been warned to flee, fires, officials said, but not everyone has listened to orders. Joe, have you seen the story of Derek Hughes? No. Uh, He remained behind at his property, and is it? it's Nice, California, correct? That's the name of the city? I have no idea. Where he ran sprinklers on his roof and removed yard plants that could catch fire. The 32-year-old Marine Corps veteran sent his wife and two daughters to safety, along with three carloads of belongings, but he said that he had too much at stake to leave himself. He bought his three-bedroom house just last year uh, from a loan from the Department of Veteran Affairs. He says, quote, this is everything I've bled for, and I've worked really hard to get where I am, and I am not just willing to give it up so easily," he said over the phone. Some people may think that that's selfish of me, and I have insurance, but the way things go, I'd rather not start over. The interview with him was kind oh. of moving, and I mean, he crazy, but it was. Is he
0: gonna make it? I, I
3: believe he's gonna be okay. At least, I, from all accounts, it looks like he's gonna be okay. But it was uh, it was pretty moving, that's for sure.
0: You know, in terms of land mass, there is not much being destroyed. Because California's huge. Right. But the problem is people
3: live there. So now. many people are in that in that small area. You're and right. it
0: looks like it would be gorgeous, mm-hmm.
3: but you're flipping a coin as to whether you're gonna get a forest fire every year. Well and you mentioned it yesterday. The the fact they haven't had rain and they're not getting any until what you said mid next Tuesday, week. Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, that's that's been the problem here. A Washington woman died and another is in serious condition after a freak accident caused by dry ice inside a brand new car. Pierce County officials say the wife of a Dippin' Dots delivery man was driving her mother home late Thursday night when fumes from dry ice coolers in the car created a toxic mix. Man,
0: there's a lot of weird ways to die. Yeah, I wouldn't want to die from Dippin' Dot dry ice. I would not want
3: to either. Dry ice, often used when shipping perishable goods, is a solid form of carbon dioxide that can displace oxygen. It shouldn't be stored in closed containers or spaces, Early the next morning, the delivery man found his wife and his mother-in-law unconscious oh. inside the car, parked just a few blocks away from his home. He broke his wife out of the car using a rock and called 911. His mother-in-law, a 77-year-old woman, was pronounced dead at the scene, and his wife was in critical condition. Wow. The The county medical examiner said the death was likely suffocation. He had four coolers full of dry ice because he delivered Dippin' Dots to various locations. A county spokesperson said he recently got a new car. The newer car probably had better ceiling inside of it. Uh, Deaths linked the dry ice are rare, but it has been a factor in the past. In 2016, a woman said that she believed her brother, who owned a delivery business, died from dry ice exposure following an unexplained coma.
0: Earlier this year, you had the guy died in Atlanta.
3: Installing a beer cooler. Right, oh, that's right. That,
0: right. Uh, yeah. yeah.
3: Where was that in Atlanta? Yeah, you just said that. I did. Yep. I'm uh, sorry. I'm monitoring the trade. That sounds, right. trade, sounds right. like
1: reiteration. Yes. Right. Thank Reiterate. you. Reiterate. Thank you, Mr. President. Say it again.
3: Facebook has says it has uncovered sophisticated efforts, possibly linked to a, to Russia, to influence U.S. politics on its platforms. The company says it removed 32 different accounts from Facebook and Instagram because. They were involved in coordinated behavior and appeared to be fake. The company says it doesn't know who is behind the efforts, but said there may be connections to Russia. Facebook says it has found some connections between the accounts it removed and the accounts connected to Russia Internet Research Agency that it removed before and after the 2016 U.S. presidential elections. The earliest page was created in March of 2017. Facebook says more than 290,000 accounts followed at least one of the fake pages. The most followed Facebook pages were Alt-Zon Warriors, Black Elevation, Mindful Being, and Resistors. Huh. Resistors. Resistors. I lost you at the first sentence, didn't I, Joe? Uh,
0: did it have the word
3: Facebook in it? Yep. Yeah. Okay.
1: Resistors, kind of like sisters twice. <laughs> Re-sisters. Re right. Two of them. One, two.
3: A Not Connecticut good. man. Rook, this one's up your alley. A Connecticut man said his mother's blurry vision led to a ninety-seven thousand surprise jackpot when he attempted to cash in what he thought was just a three hundred dollar lottery ticket. Wow, ninety-seven k. Armando Ortiz said he wasn't able to watch the Connecticut Lottery's Cash Five results on TV on July twenty second. <laughs> Thank
1: God. Who would, by the way? Hey, Cash Five <laughs> is not to win tonight.
0: now. I got to see this.
3: So he asked his mother. To write down the numbers for him. Ortiz discovered that he had matched four of the five numbers, earning him a $300 prize. There you go. But he was in for a surprise when he tried to redeem the ticket. He says, quote, I went to the retailer and scanned my ticket and the ticket checker thought, something's wrong. Instead of $300, it said 97 k So I asked the retailer for a printout of the winning numbers to double check. That's when he gave me the printout and said, you didn't win $300, you won, won 97000
1: Wow. Did grandma or mom write
3: him down wrong? No. Out of Joe's book, the mother had written down 28 instead of 23. She oh, couldn't write threes. threes. She couldn't make a three. Just like you.
1: I'm never going to rely on you no. to report. <laughs> hey, if you're ever going to watch the Cash 5, I'm never going to let you report to me what the Cash 5 was. She couldn't make a three. No. Hell
0: and she had trouble with the eight. Right,
1: right. Is Dave Dahl available? He will be this next break.
0: University of Garage Logic, 98. College of Self Esteem, Zip. Nada, nothing. Here's Joe Suchere.
2: Here's Dave Dahl. Thank you, Joe. We're stuck at 84 degrees out there. Dew point's not too bad. They're in the upper 50s. They're going to climb a little bit later on tonight. So during the evening, quiet. Doesn't look like anything big is going to happen until after dark and more than likely even after midnight. It's going to start up to our northwest and then slide this way after midnight. Should arrive here between midnight and about 6 a.m. Thunderstorms could linger into the early day tomorrow. 65 for the overnight low, 74 for the high tomorrow. So it's going to be quite a bit cooler. And then partly cloudy, less humid tomorrow night, down to 58, very comfortable there. Still nice on Thursday, 77. Friday we're looking for a high temperature with sunshine up to 89. We're going to stay up there around 89 to 90. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday of next week. So temperatures well above average. The average high is still at 83, but we're going to be in the upper 80s to low 90s for about a five-day stretch starting on Friday and lasting through the middle of next week. Right now, Joe, we're at 84 degrees, and I have the records for the day.
0: The last day of July, July 31. Where did it go? Oh, man.
2: State fair is coming. 105, Joe. 105. 1988. 1988. 47. Forty-seven in nineteen
0: twenty-four. In nineteen twenty-four. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Hey, uh,
1: Suchi Boy. Uh, Dave was talking about nice weather, and we were going to have the Lake Detective on here for a special event that's going to go on Thursday. Right. A little fundraiser and a little interaction with some kids going fishing. All right. Uh, LD got unavoidably detained, so All I'm right. just going to I'm going to take care of this. Uh, This is called Fishing with Mac. Mac's Fish and Chips, a local restaurant. Minnesota Twins and the University of Minnesota Masonic Children's Hospital announced the first annual Fishing with Mac Day. It's going to be at Lake Nokomis, and the lake detective is going to have a part in this. Uh, There's going to be TC Bear, a Mac, the walleye, one of the mascots, and it's going to be other local fishing enthusiasts. They're going to get there at Lake Nokomis Thursday, August 2nd, from noon to 3 Now, the kids and their families are going to have the opportunity to fish, get a commemorative shirt, play wiffle ball, a casting contest with the mascots, have lunch, catered by Max Fish and Chips, prizes awarded for the biggest fish and the most fish caught, and all fish are going to be photographed and released. However, they may need a little bit of help with some people baiting lines and so forth. So if there's any GLers that want to volunteer to be out at Nokomis Thursday, August 2nd, from around noon to 3 uh, send me an email, rookie at 1500ESPN.com, and I'll tell you how to get in touch with these guys. It's the first ever, and the twins are involved with it, and uh, uh, the Flanagan family, local restaurant family, is um, they're pretty charitable, and uh, it should be a fun event. Rookie at 1500ESPN.com. If you have a little spare time and you want to help some kids learn how to fish, send me an email, and, uh,
0: and that should be a good time. The State Fair... Which is an amazing marketing entity. Uh, they really time out their news over the over the year; it just keeps building and building and yeah, building. Yeah, they're smart. And now they've unveiled uh, uh, twenty seven brand new beers. Yeah, they have, including I'll give most of these to Reavers for the award winning beer show. But you know, I'm a craft beer guy. Yes, but th- this is some of these are ridiculous.
1: Uh, what do you mean ridiculous as in uh, delicious or or, or no. foolish
0: bruzo lager a pil- this pilsner is infused with a touch of licorice and served with rum like no, i'm sorry served with a sugar spiced rim yeah like ouzo the greek yeah. uh, the greek liqueur uh, that's uh, that's at dino's gyros dino's gyros okay, whatever Caked up celebration beer. Where's that? Deep fried cake flavored beer. Uh, come on, come know. on, man. I don't know about that. I come on, know. man. I love cake. That's at the hangar. Okay. All right. Caramel corn cream ale. No, no, no. Okay, think about that.
1: Car- it's it sounds too sweet and too um, f- not thick, but it. it it a generous weird. amount
0: of corn in the brewing process gives this beer a pleasant caramel flavor. That's, uh, uh, where is that? That's at the Grandstand, Builder uh, Brands. How do you know that? I know all my beers. God almighty. Uh, Frontier Summer IPA. Okay, Funnel Cake Cream Ale. Yep. Lightly hopped cream ale, uh, bright and refreshing, sweet finish. Uh, gives the beer a taste of gooey dough with a crispy crust, apple pie filling, and a dusting of powdered sugar. No! Why does it have to be sweet? It's
1: at Coasters. Okay, that's over on Carnes and, and Liggett Street. Uh, Gaelic,
0: dark, and stormy. Okay. Here we go. What do you got? Well, it's a deep golden ale brewed with bright citrusy lime and spicy ginger. Yes. Uh, yeah, that sounds okay. right, Huh? We might have to try that. That's a Surly product. Uh, O'Gara's has it. Okay. All right. We'll hook up Danny and Chris there. Hell is yeah, you betcha. Uh, That's tangerine and fresh blood orange and a clean mouthfeel and a hint of sourdough crust. What the hell? Okay,
1: now at the Bacon and Beer Fest, I did try a blood orange beer. Yeah. I don't know who made it, but it was. It was like blood. It was uh, was very pleasing on a hot day. That's at uh, Henry's. Juicy. Lulu Lucy. Okay, Lulu's Public House always puts out a good product. What, the, what is it? Yeah, it's
0: got some grapefruit stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh. Key
1: lime pie. You know pie. what, though? Did you see the juicy Lulu Lucy? That, uh, that'll
0: get you there. Uh, a refresh. Why? That's uh, 6.7%. <laughs> you only need one. Key lime pie. No. A refreshing squeeze of key lime in a bright biscuity golden ale sweetened with tactos and rimmed with sugar. That's Liftbridge. It's at Cafe Carib. I like lime in a beer, but that just seems like it'd be too sweet. Kirby Pucker number thirty four. <laughs> I'd like the name. Lime light margarita style kettle sour ale. Reminiscent of a classic margarita. This ale is a blend of soured and clean beer brewed with lime zest and salt aged and tequila soaked barrel stoves. Who 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 brews this? Six twelve brew. That's it. Uh Posters. Okay. Orange cream ale. No. Right. no. I, this is going to drive some of us back to hams. I don't know. Huh?
1: I don't know. The Shandlot uh, pink lemon shandy
0: Yeah, looks really good. Passion mm-hmm. fruit pills, raspberry champau, the Shandlot pink lemon shandy. Yeah. This pink lemony concoction is a classic summery brew infused with strawberries and his hibiscus. Brewed uh, by Bauhaus Brew. That's at the Ballpark Cafe. Right.
1: Yeah. Spumoni Tsunami. Yeah, I'm laughing at these two knuckleheads. You know, Johnny and Pat sitting around Mancini's trying to whip up a... <laughs> is that who did it? Yeah, that's, this is Mancini. What is it? Tell what, me which what Which one is. was Mancini? Which uh, one? Spumoni Tsunami. Can you see those two guys sitting in the back room going, let me try this. What do you think about this, Johnny? I lost it. Uh, it's the last one on page
0: three. You have this, too? Yeah. Uh, uh, this is, yeah, this is Pat dream This Up. No, it's <laughs> Bad Weather Brewing Company. Oh, okay. But you get it at Mancini's. Okay. Uh, strawberries and vanilla. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so it's, uh, okay, it's uh, with a
1: pistachio garnish. Now, I just, that I would like. Pistachio yeah. garnish? Just look at this
4: tiny...
0: You didn't one. even get through them all. I know. Well, Reavers can have them for the award-winning gotcha. beer show. I got it. reality to the bite the Joe shoot show you Easy for me to say. I just learned that a friend of mine uh took his old truck he got a new truck yep. his old truck to Newgate
1: and I bet this gentleman uh saw that the process was as
0: simple as can be and uh, they'll have, the gang at Newgate will have their work cut out for them well, good. This baby was road hard and put away wet. <laughs> well, they need to work on the
1: exterior, the interior. I mean, they want those late model vehicles, but they'll you come and tell them what you got, and tell them the Rook sense. you. will be the, good to go. This is uh, they've been a loyal GL sponsor for
0: many, many years. Now, did they put them back on the market?
1: Do they fix these? Uh, v- or they have a process where they have to the, the students have to work on those vehicles, yeah. and it might be implemented into the Wheels program. Sometimes single moms need to desperately need transportation. Well, very
0: minimal rust on this deal. This is a very salvageable fixer-upper. Well, we're it just happy cosmetic work. Fifteen hundred ESPN is KSTP, Saint Paul, Minneapolis. It's eighty-five Roycey coming up with sports and trade news.